All right, so welcome to Pentagon and Chill. Uh, after a one-week hiatus, we are back. It's now, week. last episode, we were going through a bracket that was on Rotten Tomatoes. But since then, a lot's happened, everyone. And although we initially tried to keep politics and things of that nature off this channel, we here at Pentagon and Chill Incorporated feel that we well silence is complicit or silence makes you complicit or something like that so we're going to talk about it because it needs to be talked about and like Andrew said this is history and we want to be on the right side of it or at least share our perspective on it so with that being said I would like to say this Jose you've been pretty vocal like I used to I, I, I sometimes I'll give you crap for not being assertive enough but damn, dude, you've been freaking ripping people on Twitter. Because people say some pretty dumbass shit on things that half the time they don't really know what they're talking about. Granted, I, I don't, I don't claim to know all that much, but at the very least, I can pinpoint or identify a horse shit when I see it. I tend to be a little outspoken. Well, I wouldn't say I'm outspoken, but just given the circumstances, it's kind of like it, it's hard not to call out people's shitty ass opinions or takes on on the matter. What are some of the shittier opinions you've seen, like, based off memory, like, people saying just ridiculous stuff? A lot of In your opinion, stuff, ridiculous. Like, like, okay, like, what do you mean by that? What's something you've seen a lot of people saying that you just, like, hard disagree with? Um... That you've seen a lot of? I've seen a lot of. I guess, in general, it's just kind of... Fuck. And you guys can chime in here, everyone. Yeah, if let me they, I gotta think about that one for a bit because I've seen a lot of the same things. I I don't know if I've seen like any one thing stick out more than the other. I'll tell you, man. All lives matter. That's um, so stupid. That that phrase is absolutely egregious. Yeah, and that certainly has come up a lot, and I think it's probably the one that's been clowned on a lot because of the fact that just how silly it is. Um, nah, dude. The one that's been clowned on a lot is Blue Lives Matter. Oh, that one, that yeah. one too. But I, I feel like I've seen people shit more on the All Lives crowd. Um, I think it's because All Lives Matter is more common. But yeah, at the and, same time, it's like no one's saying that people's lives don't matter. They're just saying that black lives matter. But the Blue Lives Matter is really stupid because you're not born a cop, you know? Yeah. It's like a yeah, choice. Definitely. Um, but I think the reason people are really shredding on the All Lives crowd is because... If you look at any and all remarks the All Lives Crowd makes, it's very clear they don't know what the fuck exactly blue li or uh, not blue li um, Black Lives uh, Matter. Black Lives Matter is about because they don't they don't actually contextualize what the fuck is going on. They take that phrase completely out of context and make like their own inductive logical leaps that make zero sense from a logical point of view. And I even saw, or I got into a couple of arguments with some people that were really trying to argue these logical semantics with me. And every single time after these discussions, all you saw was fail to load tweet every fucking time. <laughs> I, I click on the things you tweet. I just, it doesn't show the person you exactly. tweet anymore. They delete it. So I was like, what is this guy talking about? I can never get you to know, see it before you roast them. It, it's because a lot of people get brigaded because, yeah. like, See, one of the things that I upsets me about this whole thing is how dumb some people are because 
a lot of people will be like, well, you can't say that anymore, you know? There's a reason you can't say that anymore. It's because it's wrong or because, like, it's socially unacceptable, you know? Yeah. Like, people, yeah. people, like, those people that make those stupid, that, that couple that made that stupid TikTok or that one girl that made that other stupid TikTok and they get banned from their school or, like, they get kicked out, call scholarships revoked. It's like, well, you're saying these things, like, publicly. You're not allowed to say these things publicly. Don't get mad when you suffer the consequences from it. Yeah, so I think the thing is, like, they're technically and legally allowed to say whatever the fuck they want, but that doesn't yeah. exempt them from, like, social exclusion or just, like, scrutiny, you know? Like, it doesn't save them like, from the consequences of what they say. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, they can say whatever the fuck they want. Like, legally, you can is... say that you're going to assassinate someone. I'm not going to yeah. say any names because... But you, legally, you could say that. But it doesn't mean you're not going to get shot or arrested or something like that for making such a claim. You just hear Jeremy's mic cut off. <laughs> 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 FBI kicks down his door. But, uh, hey, my, my FBI agent's watching this stream. But... Uh, exactly. So, you know, people can say whatever. Um, that's not to say they're not going to face backlash or whatever. So, yeah, uh, there is, a... There's been a lot of just different situations where people are being held accountable about, of the things that they say. Unlike a lot of police officers, you know, we've been seeing a lot of that recently. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that video of that guy getting uh, hitting his head after yeah, being pushed? Yeah, yeah that, that was too guy. much, man. One of the craziest was... things, I, I mean, it's not surprising, but still I find insane is the whole, right, like, you guys have seen it right after that, like, 57 of those officers they resigned. They yeah. resigned. Not, resigned in, no, not just... they, they did it in protest. Yes. I protest the fact that two of the officers were suspended yeah. for what they the did. Hell? That is a, they, they, that they is were a in... weird line, dude. Because, I mean, the... okay, so the, the way that the cops look at, like, their, you know, fellow co-workers or whatever, fellow freaking, you know, oppressors is the same way. They, they, they kind of do the same thing they do in military, you know, where you're not supposed to, you're, you're supposed to see each other as brothers, and you're not really supposed to, like, break from the pack. You know? Yeah. So the so the cops, like they get the mentality that like nothing is more important than your fellow cops, which is why like if someone kills a cop, they hunt that person down to no end, you know? Yeah. Because it's like it's as if you killed one of your brothers. So they ju they they just draw the line at each other, but like these cops aren't like I've seen family members still call each other call other people out over like the crap that they do, but these cops just give each other freebies basically free passes to do whatever they want and because the and then you have the problem of these cops are also reviewing themselves you know mm -hmm. yeah. it's also the or keep going go ahead no go ahead go ahead that's, oh that's i mean I, don't, I thought the what they said the fact was they were just following orders too because nah. that's not really an excuse you can make about that you type of stuff anymore also said that they were just following orders. Yeah, we, we yeah we got the Nuremberg yeah. trials for that. Yeah, like oh, and another thing with that guy that fell in his head, or no, the guy who was pushed in his head. The official report said that he tripped and fell. Yeah, like the cop who did his report said he tripped and fell. These, like, everyone, it's it's so ironic where everyone is protesting, and basically they just want 
either the police to be abolished or for a higher degree of accountability for police officers and less brutality. And what's happening? The more brutality and less accountability is happening. It's it's a common trend. Anywhere anywhere where there's been protests and there's been no police officers there, it's been relatively pretty peaceful. And it isn't until they show up to where things start to happen usually instigated by said police officers most of the time i would, I would assume yeah a lot of what I, don't, what I don't like too is that a lot of people are trying to turn it against it by batching up the uh the leaders losers. and the protesters which i think is mm-hmm. pretty dumb because there's yeah, two people different who are going to take advantage of the situation and the people's argument is that oh you can't judge the whole uh, police force on one bad cop but then they do this, they, they judge the whole protesters on a couple of looters, you know, like, oh, now the protest movement is bad. These guys are literally bad people. I've been seeing this a lot uh, the whole, you can't afford to have a bad cop or a bad uh, person in, in specific occupations. Like if you, if you, if you're trying to fly, fly to get to some place, you can't be like, oh, well, you know, some of our pilots don't always land, but you know, <laughs> most of them are okay. It's just there's a few bad apples in this, you know, pilot force, whatever they're called. Police officers should be held accountable to the same standards as most, you know, it's all it's all money. It's because it's all money. Like with cops, they you know, I, I, I there's got to be I'm pretty sure there's a correlation between the size of your pension and the amount of people in your department, you know? Yeah, because. I mean, I'm basing, I'm basing, I'm basing this off of the movie from the other guys. But <laughs> do you remember when the that one office dude was deciding what to invest the police's department's pension in? Hmm. Like, he does. It, is that a thing that happens in real life? Can you like invest a police pension? Probably. Because if that's so, then it's prob then there's probably people who get rich off of the police. I mean, definitely probably get rich off the police, and you know for-profit prisons it's all a system just designed to not protect people but more get them in jail i think too the the psychological aspect to all of this like you put these people in power and they're just gonna abuse it i mean i know a lot of people have been citing the stanford prison experiment but i feel like that's a prime example like we're literally seeing that happen every single day and there's no barriers to entry to become a cop. All you have to do is have a clean record and like n- pass a drug test and you can become a cop. Can you do Actually, like... that's not that's not true. That's not you, true because my 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 um well, first of all, so, okay. So um Eric and a friend of mine, a fr- uh, Eric and a friend of mine, you have to do a psyche eval and they both failed. <laughs> so there is a some sort of limit kind of limiter like small evaluation that you have to do and if you get it wrong you get disqualified like i just talked to my friend today because he did want to be a cop and i was asking him like hey do you want to be a cop still and he said no he got dq'd because he answered the question wrong well, and I'm... he has a clean record he's like 19 oh, so what what was the question i don't remember i didn't ask him what the question was because um it was like an impassing i was just asking how he was doing but so I, I'm pretty sure there. And then I know Eric also um, said he was trying to become a cop, and that he said he didn't pass the interview as well. And I mean, I know I base a lot of my knowledge on stand on, on movies, but there's a movie um, with Seth Rogen where he's trying to become a cop, and they have a psych eval for him too. So I do think they do small psych evals, 
But, like, I mean, obviously it's not good enough. Because it's after they get the power that they probably become corrupted. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I'd have to look into this. Because I, I feel like anyone on the street can become a cop. I feel and like I it's feel easier like than no... most other professions. And I feel like there's not enough barriers to entry. Then yeah. Then yeah. Come in. You know, it's it's just that it's not only that they do get this sort of authority, and like you know, oh, like their okay. own sense of authority. I think part of the thing now is they also feel like they can just practice that authority without being held really accountable. I mean, you see the shit they pull off. I think it's presumption on their end. They'll most likely be able to get away with a lot of the shit they do. And that's probably a really intoxicating factor, um, which again is part of the reason why we need to be able to hold these people like accountable. I, another, another thing too is that all of these cops are protected under the union. They're yeah. in a yeah. work union, and because yeah. of that, they're safe. They're they're protected in almost all of these cases, and, and that's why we've continued to see this abuse of power because they're not checked. You know, it's yeah. that simple. I mean, even like, I, there was this, uh, I forgot in which situation one of the cops that were, was using force, he had allegedly, I don't know if this is true, but the center uses a force in the past three years that he's been an officer. And I mean, that just goes to show that there's like no, zero, almost zero accountability unless you have actual video recordings. And even then, they still get away with it. Yeah, yeah like those four cops are totally going to get away with it if it wasn't for the video. And even then... They still, we still had to have mass protests just to get the one that actually put his knee on George Floyd's neck to get charged, and with third degree nonetheless. That's oh, did you guys, like, do you guys see those autopsy reports? It, it was up to second degree. Recently. It's second autopsy? degree now. It's, no, it's second degree now because yeah. even more protests. Oh, oh, I see, I see. And they finally got the yeah no initially like I'm I, so I was taking it step by step. Step one, day one, day one. They don't do anything. Day two, they fire, I think, all four of the police officers. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. It's not until, like, day three or four that they bring charges to just one of them. Right. And now, after, like, a week, they're finally charging all four of them, and they've upped the charge on the main officer. Um, and I, there's also a lot of misinformation out there. People are saying that like we can't, we shouldn't be protesting for it to, them to up the charge because if they up the charge, they won't have enough evidence to convict them on that charge. But I, I've served on a jury. I've served on a jury. When they give you a charge, like let's say second degree manslaughter, murder, yeah, they also have like the lesser charges on there too. So it's like if you think he's not guilty for third degree manslaughter, murder. Well, is he, I mean, third, second degree, is he guilty for third? You know, you decide on both. Mm, if you that. think the, if you think the higher charge is not, if you, there's not enough evidence for the higher charge, but there's enough evidence for the lesser charge still, he could still be convicted. So I just want to put that out there that like a higher charge doesn't mean that he's going to not be charged for the lesser charge as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I've, uh, I was actually wondering if that's how it works because I hadn't looked into it. But I did see a lot of people talking about how if you try to up the stakes, like you do end up upping the stakes and there's a chance you get a walk free. But part of me was no, it's not thinking, true. Like, like it just reduces down to the next um, applicable charge. Yeah, so, so I'll give an example. When I was on jury duty, the guy was facing um, assault. Like, uh, uh, what is it? 
uh, when you assault your spouse. Battery. Um, domestic domestic assault. Oh. No, domestic violence. I think the, the, the charge he was being charged with was domestic violence or domestic assault. Yeah. Something like that. But they had they're like, okay, if he's if you guys don't find him guilty of this first charge, though, there is a secondary charge, which is battery. Battery was the lesser charge. So even if this guy somehow doesn't get guilty for second degree, he can still be found guilty for third degree. I saw a tweet and it said like, y'all think it's bad now. Imagine if they come back with a not guilty. Oh yeah. Or they acquit on man. That that's gonna be bad. That's it's gonna make uh, LA riots look like level zero. Like, <laughs> it's make gonna make LA like... riots look like Disneyland, dude. This is gonna be Weenie Hut Junior. No. At this point, dude. Okay, wait. Well can't, but can't what if? What slim. if? What if Trump pardons him? Oh, oh hell no. Hell. Then stuff's gonna happen to him. Yeah, gonna be... Oh, dude, FBI. Oh, no, FBI agent just joined the call. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Someone outside my window. Look, look, all I'm saying is I've already tweeted or retweeted shit out. Like, motherfuckers in office don't get shot like they used to. I already... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're, they're knocking okay, at your you door. Be careful, man. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. Damn. So I'm pretty sure I'm already blacklisted. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, nah, man. Think... What do you guys okay. think about the... Uh... The solutions to this, at least at the uh, at the oh the eight level, the eight one. No, no, just what do you what do you think? Or I, I know a lot of people have some solutions going around, but I oh. mean, what do you guys think would be a good way to? The best perform? one I saw was a was a well. First of all, I think people. I'm gonna be honest. They need a lot of reform, but I think abolishing the police departments that's a terrible decision, because well, that's just like you have no authority. Oh, you that's have, chaotic, yeah. That's <laughs> too chaotic. You don't no. have... They're just going to have the National Guard everywhere. That's not a good decision, in my opinion. I think that's a bad call. And even... I, I just think they need mass reform. We need, like... We need... I saw... Okay, so there's this um, thing for lawyers, right? Lawyers have this insurance where you pay a certain amount of money, but if you lose a lot of cases, your insurance goes up. And employers won't want to hire you anymore because you're too liable like you're too you cost too much money you know what i mean like you know how all those like commercials you hear about lawyers they say if we lose you don't pay a dime or whatever or something like that you know um so whenever a lawyer loses a case their premium goes up they need to have that for cops when a cop gets a complaint or like a a forceful like force chart like um uh, what is it uh something uh, let's just say complaint for now when a cop gets a complaint their premium it should be it should cost more to employ them and it should come out of their pension instead of tax dollars know what i mean yeah yeah but also another one i saw was getting like a third party investigator that investigates these um these complaints these claims of like uh police brutality and that's kind of a major one because often or what I, I hear happens a lot is there's cases where, like, their own department just kind of oversees the investigation. And that in itself, you know, there's already, like, direct, you know, conflict of interest. Um, but even then, what a lot of departments do sometimes is they hire, like, a special type of investigator that actually does try to overcharge um, 
or you know basically like shoot for the shoot for the stars but land at the fucking moon type of situation where they they overdo it with the charges and effectively don't really get much done or the people that were being charged kind of get just like a slap on the wrist because there are cases that were or that does happen more frequently than not uh, and that's pretty sus so you need you, basically what you propose is kind of the way to circumvent that's what what have you seen andrew what do you think i'm thinking you gotta attack their wallets yeah that's, that's certainly part of it yeah reduce funding and and you know, try make and them attack the real issue, which is why are these crimes being committed in these lower socioeconomic regions? You know. Oh, like the the, the that I saw that video. I was watching part of that video that you shared about systematic systemic racism or oppression. Yeah, the one with yeah. the the cartoon that's being shared like by everyone. I hope more people watch that. I I think they make some valid points in there. The issue is that it, it takes multiple generations for these changes to actually occur. And right now we're still seeing that we the changes they made before just aren't aren't cutting it because you still have this this system that you can't just you can't just break free if your grandparents weren't able to go to college and were in a lower socioeconomic state then you're more likely to be in that same state as well it's hard to get through that glass ceiling yeah so, i uh, i i, I kind of knew that i think we all knew that police departments were funded up the wazoo but actually seeing them compared to what cities spend on other parts of their districts and whatnot is kind oh, of insane like mayor garcetti's lapd or la budget yeah three oh, billion depressing three as hell billion to, uh, to the cops and if Dude, you see the okay, other mayor Gar- that they spend on it's basically nothing compared to that yeah it's, it's the u.s ridiculous this uh come in i don't know what to call it it's like this inferiority complex where they they feel the need to flex okay. as much as possible in in both the police force and the military i blame yeah, fdr they... with the whole big stick thing that's they're, where this all started even before that well the militarization of police started after 9-11 too yeah you know Whoa. also that like they, oh yeah it's... they started supplying the police with those mini freaking batmobiles that they have like come on <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. If you if you if you like dress these cops up in like full on riot gear with like guns and giant ass quote unquote rubber bullets, um, you know it kind of gets them in the mentality that they're being prepared for, you know, violent protests, right? Like what's yeah, the, like I mean, that, it that, puts that, it inside chant, their mind. that chant that they were doing, that chant they were doing, uh, we don't see a riot here, so why are you in riot gear? Yeah, it's like. I mean, it's pretty sad because, like, when we got hit with uh, coronavirus and stuff, we could barely have any, the whole system couldn't, you know, handle hold up it. against it, handle it. And it just shows that we didn't, we don't have supplies and things like that. And then next thing you know, protests come out and then you got everyone coming out with riot gear and funded and everything. And it's just crazy how this is, this is something that, this is an issue that they're addressing more than you know, coronavirus, where it's like, we're losing, we could have, was it lose like potentially millions of people? It's well, just kind of crazy. America has put a lot of its money towards defense. Like, 
Our yeah. military budget. I mean, dude, Trump has a Trump is trying to do a, a fund the space force. A lot of our money goes towards you know our defense and having basically that big stick diplomacy. And it's really sad because, like you said, you know we have our um, our health officials or social workers. They're having to use like trash bags. Yeah. And we have each every and then every single police officer out there has a freaking um the full riot gear. Rubber bullets, like it's it's crazy. It like it's crazy what the priorities of this country are under the current and like even past administration. From it was an article. I mean, haven't you or or you guys have seen this video where when it first started out, they had like the whole force protecting the dude's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so they, just abandoned, they just abandoned everything and just protected this dude's house. That just shows that. I, and that's, a, I feel like, really started up this whole thing because just dev, uh, devoting all of that. They didn't need that much people. That family's sneaky, sneaky, too, man. Do you see that the wife divorced? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, transferred. Yeah, was- Transferred everything, changed assets. name. Yeah, to protect the assets. Because that, that dude's marked for life. And anyone with that name, last name. That dude is marked for life. I feel yeah, like I take half the guy, assets. I technically work in defense, but I think there's too much <laughs> money being spent on defense. I don't know. I, I think... You're not a hypocrite. There's so much to talk about, but I, I, I think one of the main yeah. things that just upsets me is that... The fact that we saw the stock market get shit on, and then all of a sudden money just comes out of nowhere to to fix things, and it's like, where was this money when we needed it multiple multiple years? And that they're, they're always they'd always say to the Democrats or whoever, they'd say, oh, where are we gonna pull the where are we gonna get the money from? Blah blah blah. <laughs> then they pull fucking trillions out of their ass to fix the stock market. It, uh, it just goes so to show you that dumb. this is all just stupid. It's just to protect the elites money. in power, mm-hmm. the people that run these companies, they don't care about mm-hmm. anyone else. They don't care about the medical field. If they did, they could have pulled money out of their ass to supply PPE. I just looked it up and it says, Damn. I'm sure this Go is off, not, not the same in every case, but it, uh, one police officer's right gear um, is almost equal to 31 um, PPE sets for nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. It's a 1 to 31 ratio. I think I saw that. It, the right gear comes out to around a thousand, right? Yeah. And then PPE's like, I forgot, like 30, 40? It's not that expensive. Something like that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It really is. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just sad it's how just so much, so uh, it just had to be so controversial, you know? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is like, a basic what? human right. Uh, we're calling you it know? a political issue. The fuck? You're right. It's a poli- yeah. it's a, it's a human right. It's not a political issue, or it shouldn't be. Yeah, a this is issue. shouldn't have been so controversial. But everyone's all trying to make this all political now and stuff. But it's just a basic right that that dude was. I didn't watch the whole thing, but he was literally being filmed. He knew he was being filmed, and it, was, it happened for like eight minutes or something. At that point, they had to intervene, but no one no one could because that dude supposedly was a veteran in, in the force or something. Anyone, anyone who intervenes, be it police officer, you're tagged, or Unemployed. person, you're okay. If a person, if a civilian intervenes, that person is gonna get like shot by the cop. Yeah, yeah. by the other guys, because that's assault against a police officer, and you're done. I'm, well, yeah, the person's white, 
they might make it. Yeah. Jeremy, um, if you were there and you true. you told More the cop, like, More back likely. up a little bit, they might have just tackled you to the floor, but they weren't going to stomp you or anything. Bro, I saw this video uh, of this guy who uh, killed, like, two people, and the officers had him, like, next to their trucks, giving him water and making sure he was fed and everything. I saw that video, mm. too, man. Oh, my God. I... You know what? And that's, here's a sad thing. Here's a really sad thing. With everything going on right now, you know, how do we get change? We ask our politicians. But the politicians that are in the office right now are not going to make change. So people need to vote. But then people don't believe. There's so many people that just don't believe in voting anymore. I mean, like, look at Joe look, Biden. He's just like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be shooting them at their chest. Maybe we should shoot them at their legs with the rubber bullets. Bro, those rubber bullets are dangerous as hell. They're not supposed to be shot at people. I know, they're supposed to be bounced like, off the floor. The, the, and I, I totally, like, get that point of view. But I think at the same time, you have to recognize. Like, look at who, who a lot of the people in, in, in charge is or are in a lot of these major cities. You know, say, like, Los Angeles, for example. It's, it's run by, you know, blue party members. But look at just the way that they're responding to the situation as well. Like, I understand that voting is certainly extremely valuable. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the answer that a lot of the people that say just vote think it is. Because the end result, I mean, just again, look at the way Los Angeles is treating the situation. Yeah. Like, diddly squat. You know Garcetti I mean? needs to be removed. Garcetti so. needs to be removed. They need to make if if you're holding a public office, like if you are a public official, if you're a cop, if you're a police chief, you need to be in an electable position that you cannot hold for more than a certain amount of time because people will just no one wants to make change because they don't want to do something that could get them fired or get make them lose their seat, you know? Yeah. That's why so many senators don't do jack their entire career except for what they know is safe that's one of the reasons why like i don't think mccain was a good guy but i think towards the towards the end of his life when he was like serving his last term or whatever before he died like he voted to save obamacare and that's like you wouldn't see that from a younger republican or a younger politician senator going out on a limb like that unless one you know you're secure in your state or two, you're at the end of your career, and like, you don't care anymore. Like McCain reached the like the second highest level of politics you can reach in this country, which is like a presidential candidate, the the RNC or Republican National Convention's dedicated candidate. So you know he didn't care anymore. And the same thing with Mitt Romney, why he voted against Trump during the impeachment trial. He, he doesn't care anymore. He's an incumbent. He's not going to, like, Utah loves him. <laughs> They're not going to vote him out. So, like, he's got the comfort to go and say, his, speak his actual mind and go against the grain. But a lot of these other senators, they just want to make sure they keep the paycheck. That's why they need to make, like, p police chiefs, um, senators, House members, they need to have a term limit. And they need to be elected. You know, sheriffs are elected. Sheriffs are elected by their city. And if one sheriff ain't cutting it for the city, then they gotta go. But the, our current our current police chief, or the LAPD police chief, the dude blamed looters and rioters for George Floyd's death. That guy should have been fired that night. But Garcetti's not gonna do it. 
So we need to kick out Garcetti so that someone takes his place. But then who's going to take his place? Because all politicians lie, and it's just this whole cycle all over again. We need, like, big reform. I feel like uh, political policies, you don't really see bipartisanship as much anymore, like you said, with, like, McCain and um, the other guy. I forget his name. Romney. Romney. Um, it's all either, if you go left, you're, you're all the way left, which I think is bad. And if you go right, you go all the way right, which I think is also bad. Like you get two extremes and you never really get, you know, a nice middle ground in any of these policies because then you get, I agree. If you, if you have some sort of, even a little bit of a liberal policy, all, all the conservatives are just, no matter what, are just automatically against you. And if you have some sort of conservative policy, all the, um, liberal uh, people are against it and you just get this you know you get you get nowhere with this kind of system um, right i agree because like it's all shitty before before this whole thing i would consider myself like a left center because of a couple of viewpoints one of the ones being guns like i remember i got in a um, me and jose got into an argument about guns yeah. and uh, i think they should be more restricted but they shouldn't be outright banned um i kind of feel like they should I still don't think they should be outright banned. I think they should even be more restricted, like super restricted, but not banned. I mean, but who, like who needs an any... assault rifle, though. No, no, that's why I don't think there should be assault rifles. I think only like handguns should be sold, if anything. Like handguns should be sold, and you can't have more than a certain amount of bullets or something like that, or whatever. And you have to go through training. You have to go through psyche valves. Like I think they should be super restricted. But the fact that I'm even saying this should be super restricted, one isn't good enough for the left, and two is isn't good for the right so there's what i'm basically trying to help your point armando is that there's no middle ground anymore you're either a socialist or a fascist yeah well i think at least like on a superficial level that is how the discussion has turned but when it comes to the actual like policy implementation between um you know those in charge i guess you you might be surprised that it there is technically more compromise than not the only issue is the compromise comes more on the left side of the spectrum because the people that are in charge uh like saying the democratic wing uh especially within the establishment they're i wouldn't really consider them to be left uh leftist more like center left kind of like like uh, like biden biden's the center guy he's yeah, not yeah. a left so it's like those people are the ones that are really like uh, pushing for the policy that you typically hear. The, not not the ones that are very vocal about it. Not like 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 really left leaning people, like democratic socialists and such. Um, but those that are basically it, that work with Republicans and whatnot. The 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 thing. All right, okay, hold on. Uh, fuck, where are they going with this? Basically, I think um, there okay, is. Good. There is a lot of quote unquote bipartisanship, but but that's um, dead now. I mean, it's it's still there. Yeah, it's, it's low key dead. That's because now it's more so the Democrats bending the knee towards the Republicans. Uh, from just what I see happening, and it's never the other way around. So, in a way, it is dead because it's more so the Democrats that are trying to appeal to the conservative wing rather than ever really trying to win the conservative wing over to their point um so to some extent i think it's you know i i, I agree with what you mean but i think we uh, 
We need yeah. more parties. We just need more parties, more prominent parties, because yeah. I think Alexandria, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said it best. She said in any other country, Joe Biden and I would not be in the same political party. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that just captures it really well. I mean, first of all, maybe there shouldn't be parties in the first place, but that, that was never going to not happen. Um, but, like, we need more parties because the Democrats aren't the Democrats aren't reflecting progressives enough for progressives anymore. No. It's like but they're all we've got. You it's know? like you say, Jeremy, they're all... I mean, most politicians are just pulling a facade to keep their seats. Obviously not everyone, um, but it is a big part of the job because why Why wouldn't they want to do that if they want to keep the paycheck? I mean, even with... Um, did you guys see Roger Goodell's statement, quote-unquote? Roger, Roger Goodell? Yeah, the NFL commissioner. The who? Say it again. The NFL commissioner guy. Oh, um, what's he say? What did he say? Um, I've uh, got a few choice words for the NFL. Yeah, basically saying like, oh, you know, we support Black Lives Matter. Like, the NFL would be be nowhere without our black players and whatnot. Not even once from what I remember acknowledging uh, Kaepernick. Of course not. Because, because he knows if they he knows what he's he doing. knows they all know they all know dude i i love the fact that kaepernick's kneeling is like the symbol because like people right now people are writing right but before they were peacefully protesting i'm pretty sure you guys have seen that picture of like why can't you guys just peacefully protest and it's like not like that not like that not like that not yeah. like that not like that not like that all these yeah. of peaceful protesting right and it's like it's so symbolic that Colin Kaepernick, his kneeling, is like the symbol of this. I'm pretty sure it's a mix of what Colin Kaepernick was doing during his time in the NFL and what the guy who killed George Floyd, the the pig that killed George Floyd, because they were both, you know, one was just kneeling on the neck of of um, the man that he killed. But it's it's amazing because I I, I know for a fact that like so many people finally get finally understand our understanding what Colin Kaepernick was protesting against and then the NFL comes out with that statement oh black lives matter oh this this and that but they were the ones over here silencing a peaceful protester who honestly was way ahead of his time four years ahead of his time and it's 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 such a like a good slap in the face to them. Like, I really hope the NFL just dies off. Like, I love the pack. They, but they, 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 the NFL needs new people in charge because what they did with Colin Kaepernick, I think a lot of people are seeing through that bullshit. Like most yeah. companies, uh, governments need new people in charge. But that, I mean, that, like, like, I forgot who, which one of you guys mentioned, it takes time to do all these things. Um, Andrew. Andrew. Like, even if, like, we, we found the solution, hypothetically, like, the solution right now, it would take years before any of that is implemented f- fully. Like, for example, defunding the police, that wouldn't be overnight. That's, like, a few, like, five, ten years before we see any difference. Yeah, because then, you know, you're putting a bunch of people out of the job, and that's just... I mean, that's sad, because... I think people the way people are saying it is wrong. It's like all cops are not like that. I agree. 
all cops aren't not like that, but the other way around, in where I think all I, I think a majority of cops are bad, but there are some like, you know, nice ones. But overall, it's just a terrible system. Like, I mean, it's the, either the you're doing they the shitty to... things or you're letting the shitty things happen in front of you. Yeah. Like I, I saw I saw a police officer that w- was kneeling with protesters, and cops came and picked him up and pulled him out of the line. Yeah. I mean, you have officers showing "quote unquote" solidarity, and then within oh, hours, no, just that. full on, you know, that's bashing propaganda. People. Yeah, that's full on propaganda. But I'm talking about there. There was it was a video of one officer. He was in a chain. One officer was kneeling, and these other guys came and pulled him back. It's like the the video of the guy who hit his head. There was an officer that was rushing to help him, but the other ones just pushed him and made him keep walking. Yep. It's it's it's. It's disgusting. Or, um, what's the Minneapolis mayor? What's his name? Something free. Oh, He's yeah. at George Floyd's funeral crying yeah. at his casket. Yeah, I saw that. He's crying like, because he's going to be fired next year. <laughs> God. That's so... I mean, the Oscars should be calling him because that is superb acting. All fake. Oh, well, dude. And Amy Klobuchar? She was there, too. Mm. And that was so stupid because she had a chance... She, like this guy has a rap sheet and she never prosecuted him for it yep yeah. and she's just such a fucking idiot you know biden um is screening her for to be the his running mate i know, I know and he he like Klobuchar. how do you like how do you this, make such bad decisions in life biden like this is kind of like what i what i mean as well when, when i see like look at those that are really like the front men of the Democratic Party as well. Like, they're, they're low-key cornballs, and they just have some very strange takes on how to approach a lot of these issues. And Bernie it, not it, included. No, 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 certainly not. He's he Bernie, was like, I just want to say that for anyone out there, Bernie not included. Yeah. Um, but but I mean like those that are like running the party. Like like, like yeah. Pete Buttigieg, yeah. like um like the Clintons. Yeah, like uh, like Biden, the the moderates, the ones I mean, who are getting how paid. Do you make these decisions and expect to do well. Like, do they actually expect to do well? I, I think they do. Ah, that because they're not that dumb. They, I don't they, think they're that dumb. Uh, uh, really I that disagree. Thing. But dude, they um, they I I'm pretty sure that the Democratic Party knew that Bernie actually could have won this year. Oh yeah. So you know you, you saw what they did. They got. Yeah. Three, three, four other moderates to divert the vote, and then they all pulled out the last second so that all the moderates then flocked to one. Yeah. But Elizabeth Warren, on the other hand, who I honestly hate, like, I'm, I, I, I 100% think she's a moron. But she dropped, she 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 dropped out of the race and she did not endorse Bernie. Uh, I agree with that. I I don't necessarily don't, I don't, I, I enjoyed her policies. But she did make a very stupid decision by staying in the race that long and not endorsing him. That was dumb. I mean, it would have been a way closer race. The sad That's truth stupid. is that he's so Bernie's so radical though that Quote, you know I, I was hoping he'd pull through. But if he did, he wasn't going to be able to get anything done. He didn't have support of his own party, and he definitely doesn't have support well, of the other party. So it's like that's why the left did what they did. It's a snaky tactics but i mean like realistically bernie wasn't gonna be able to get anything done no so, yeah you're right here's here's the thing that i think uh kind of counters that and you're, you're absolutely right you know he 
no one said it was going to be easy for him to implement anything that the, that he said he wanted to implement. I think um, I know where Jose is going with this. But Continue, the, Jose. But the thing is, he he had the crowd support. He had the people backing him. And so the thing is, what I pictured Bernie would have been doing is he was basically going to be holding like huge ass crowds and mm-hmm. and like rally the people, go to individual states with people running those states that aren't, you know, tending towards their constituents the way they're supposed to or the way they claim to. So he, he was basically going to go on like on a rallying spree, calling out the people running those states, telling him, hey, guys, look at these people that are in charge of your state, you know, your senators, your governors, they're not doing you dick. So basically making them bend the knee by having their people like recognize that those that are, uh, in, you know, running their states weren't doing jack shit. So it was just like the ultimate pointing the finger to the people that that weren't doing anything. Honestly, I, making gotta, it seem like political suicide to not do something from that point. I, I think that's like an ideal situation, though. Knowing, I how, think, knowing uh, how people are, I mean, he wouldn't be able to win over these red states. Like, let's say he was well, elected and he's like running these rallies and he's trying to have the people behind him to back him. A lot of these people are going to stick to their parties because that's the problem we have. <laughs> they're, they're not going to, well, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be persuaded by him. The thing with Bernie is he was never trying to go for the red states. His biggest thing was going for the swing state. You know, like the Rust Belt. Like the Florida. Midwest. Yeah. And so the thing is, these are the crowns that while a lot of them did flip to red, you know, during this administration, they've recognized the fact that these people in office right now, I don't give a flying fuck about them. Trump went to the Rust Belt. He promised them, you know, you guys are going to keep your jobs. You're going to get to stay working in these factories. What did he do? He basically ended up shipping a fuck ton of those jobs over the seas and making a lot of these, like, little communities become ghost towns and just basically abandoning the Rust Belt. And a lot of the people recognize this. And sure enough, a lot of the counties that were heavily impacted by this were really starting to flip towards Bernie. Um, and sure enough, you, there were a lot of instances of like voter suppression going on and even just, um, what's it called? Uh, voting booths and all that, just not even opening it, like during the, uh, the primaries and all this shit. It was just a lot of shady things that were going on in the background that were being done to really like undermine and downplay the progress that Bernie was getting at the moment. You, you gotta feel bad for the guy. Like the like, both parties have been shitting over him like for years, and he still keeps going. It's impressive. It, it's 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 he. I think he would have really been able to get the people behind him because he had he had the excitement there. So yeah. people would have really been up in arms, like yeah, like let's. There's someone in office that actually has the intention to do what they they, they say they're gonna do, and not only that, but his message really resonated with people that didn't necessarily quote-unquote like align ideologically or basically his message went across party lines like he didn't give a fuck if you were red or blue his message was like do you need help or not and here are these things that we can do to address this and even when he had his town halls at fox he got a fuck ton of the crowd to really applaud a lot of the things that he was saying and it just goes to show that you know even though these people adhere to labels 
they hear what he has they, they would hear what he had to say and they'd be like no that makes a lot of sense yeah i agree so, he, like he 100 percent. i think he does have like the power of the people behind him or could get the power of the people behind him but the problem with that or not with that but is people in the republican party and even in the democratic party see see his views as quote-unquote extreme yeah and i feel like that that is that is a very big roadblock he'd have to get through even then right. even as president like having literally both parties most likely not supporting him to you know the full extent That's right what I'm like he wouldn't be able to change he wouldn't be able to change the members of the house and and the people in the senate he wouldn't be able to change their their minds i mean he could have people writing to these representatives you know asking whatever they want but i mean like it's hard and plus who knows if the uh, electoral college would even think that bernie would be a good president you know i mean he, if he has a the majority population that might not mean anything true it's all really shitty i mean i like how we're discussing think, uh, this and literally we either stay with what we are what we stay with what we have we're screwed we get a new uh person in office we're still kind of screwed stall sucks sorry i'm sorry you gotta you gotta think about what you what sucks less it's just like 2016 when voting 2016 was supposed to be a meme no 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 no. listen listen it's just like 2016 when voting you're voting for who you think is the is the lesser piece of shit because Hillary was a piece of shit yeah i think she's uh, garbage i i think what stresses me out about all this is that this systemic racism and this fucked up government system that we have it's like never gonna change because nope. fundamentally us humans we're we're tribal we have this tribal instinct to be a part of a community and in that community it's people that we believe have the same values and are similar to us and because of that for some stupid reason i don't know why we're wired this way we automatically view others outside of that community as enemies and you see that happening racially and and in terms of like political parties and it's, it just bothers me a lot and there's really no solution to that you know i was talking oh, well. with this uh old conservative guy from my work who, who's a friend of mine we have very different views but we're we're civil and he was telling me about his childhood it's all white people where he grew up everyone had money if he saw a black person in his neighborhood he would wonder what they were doing there and he would question it and he would almost be like uncomfortable because of that and it's like is that because he's inherently racist no it's because he's not used that's an outsider to his community and it, it just it bothers me that we see this throughout wherever you go in the u.s you know I, I feel like the younger generation has a better grasp of this and we understand that the u.s is just a melting pot and we have all these different ideas and people but it, it's hard to change everyone's mindset it's like we're, we're it's just deeply wired into us you know i don't know if that makes sense oh yeah i mean I know what you're saying I makes sense. I, uh, that's a that's a that's a really good point. Like, we but 
Go ahead, brother. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Sorry, that was a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no yeah. you you just said a lot of stuff that made sense, though. Like a lot of these people, like sense. think of our think of our school, think of our think of our group of friends. We've got three Mexicans but, or three Latinos, but we also have uh, a Mexican. I mean, not a Mexican, though, an Asian and Mexican. a white guy. Like, <laughs> <sorry. Called me. laughs> we're like. We, we, ourself, our group, our friend group is, yeah, Daniel, welcome to the club. Anyway, our, 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 our friend group is diverse. So like, of course we, we saw things from different points of view. You know, we all kind of, we are all somewhere else on the ladder, on the socioeconomic ladder. So we were instilled with this, um, with compassion and empathy as kids. So we carry that. But you make a good point. A lot of people, like like the people up in Beverly Hills, yeah, typically only white people can afford that, and then their kids go to schools with white people. So they're like, okay, all these white people, like they're um, they're just like me, you know. Yeah. But that's why a lot of kids who go to like liberal arts colleges, like they 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 finally get a taste of like other. And then they come back and then they argue with their parents, you know, like kids who come back to college for the holidays. Does that mean like, oh, well, don't argue with uncle or whatever. And, um, you know, Gus Johnson, um, a very funny YouTuber, he made a video recently that one uncle at every party or whatever. And he made a good point where he's like he, he's pretending to be he's pretending to be the uncle. And he says, oh, you you're just a kid. You're 24. It doesn't matter that you've traveled the world and talked to many different people from many different nations and have all these experiences and stuff like that. I know more. I mean, I've only worked at the same steel mill for 42 years and never left the small town of Arkansas, uh, the small little town in Arkansas that I've lived in for my entire life. And like, I, I, I thought that was just a throwaway joke, but you make a good point. That's, I, I actually didn't think about like the layers to that. Yeah, and I, the community lines... I, I guess is a way to phrase it. it. It doesn't have to just be racially or political parties. We see that clear segregation and opposing views when you take rich people and poor people. And and it's like there's all these different divisions that are just ruining this nation. And like realistically, how the hell do you solve that? <laughs> you know, it's, it's so hard. It's a multifaceted. It needs a multifaceted solution that... I don't think anyone can can impose. Yeah, cause, like, I don't know, man. That's like, okay. But I, I, I agree with you. That's gonna take a while. But I think saying that it won't happen, or like saying that, it like, like, well, okay. Let's look at like, for example, women's suffrage. I mean, I know there's still there is definitely still sexism, sexism in this world, and it's a very rampant problem. But even if it's only 1%, things have gotten better. Not Well, I wouldn't say better. They've gotten less worse. <laughs> even if it's only 1%, it's still not like as bad as that 1% difference. But you're also right in that we need like super reform. We need something super different, like almost like a whole new country. And you'll like throw this country away and start a new one kind of different. Because the change isn't fast enough. We were ha we're having riots nowadays about things that we were having riots about back in '92 with Rodney King, and that's pr police brutality. It's change isn't happening fast enough, well, and it's not. so funny that people think that racism ended when Obama was elected. Like, 
Wait, but, didn't uh, one of the Jenners and Pepsi and racism with that Pepsi commercial or whatever? Oh, dude, that was yeah. so stupid. <laughs> I thought, oh, I thought my we were going racism after that. There, there was a post going around. Um, oh, about the that. guy offered a Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. He offered a Pepsi. <laughs> he offered a he Pepsi and they were like, fuck off or whatever. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> so funny. You hate to see it, man. The media always lying. Yeah. I always love I like the memes, honestly. As much as everything that's going garbage, the memes are still good. Yeah. yeah there was this one dude playing the Imperial March. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> was that in France? That was in France, right? Was that in France? I don't think it was in America. I don't know. I don't know, it was, I don't know where it was. It was but a foreign country. Maybe it's not even related to. Yeah. Maybe it was not even related. They, no, it, it's related no, it was related. This. It's related. It's related. Oh, it's related? Yeah. oh, okay. Dude, you know what? Another thing we didn't even touch about? We didn't even talk about? The world. Like, different countries are protesting for us. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, There's black clowns, lives. Man. It's also kind of sad how it's also kind of really sad that China was having their massive protests and no one joined them. But like ours is like now people all over the world. Dude, John Boyega. Oh my God. We stand John Boyega. That dude. That boy, uh, I love it. <laughs> you know, what's funny was um, the bunker inspection. Oh, <laughs> oh bunker, baby. I, was that? I think that was official. That he he said he was. No, he said that. Yeah, yeah he, said he that. was inspecting it. Last time that was used was. Nine one one. Was it nine one one? What? I think they said the last time um, they were used was when. Terrorist oh nine eleven. Oh yeah. okay nine eleven. I thought nine one one. I was like, what the? Five nine eleven. Calls on the president now. Wait, bunker. Calls on the president. Bunker inspection? What? what are you talking about? Like, oh, so you care about Trump, the bunker inspection? It, oh, like Trump the, spent a night in the bunker. He went to the bunker, oh, like the, no. because when they had the when they had the protesters outside of the White House the first night that they were outside the White House, Trump retreated to the bunker oh, and he man. turned off the lights to the oh, White House. Yeah. And when they asked him about it, he said, "Oh yeah, we were inspecting it." Yeah. You know Gotta make sure it works. Is, is that he was one hundred percent tweeting from like the bunker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And then hey, he finally built his wall. He just built it between him and the American people. Yeah. I, I love if you guys haven't you guys haven't seen that he put fences up outside yeah. and even like an even bigger a two mile fence outside oh, really? the White yeah. House. I yeah. Like, I was like my my university does fencing better during the party event. What the fuck? <laughs> But, uh, oh, but I, now he lives at Black. Li he lives at Black Lives Matter Lane now, or whatever. Oh yeah. They changed the, the they changed the name of the street that the president lives oh, on the, to Black that was Lives Matter. Street where Matter. he lives on. Yeah, it, it, it used to be Philadelphia, sixteen hundred Philadelphia Avenue. Now it's um, sixteen hundred <laughs> Black Lives Matter Plaza or something like that. Yeah. You know what, guys? I want to get into politics. I think I'm going to start at the city level as a volunteer. And I think I'm going to work up. So I'll see you guys in 20 years. I want you to vote for me. Okay. Can we be your cabinet? The yeah. Pentagon? Can yeah, we be sure. in the Pentagon? <laughs> if you make it to president, you got to put us in your cabinet. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, actually, like... I mean, hey, if though, Trump can put his daughter in the cabinet... I've been actually thinking of getting into politics in the L.A. area. More, nice. more education stuff. 
like um, school board stuff in LA. No. Yeah. Armando, you're gonna let the money corrupt you, man. Probably. You're they always, see they always like, say. Them with strippers ass. They always say that buy, the but... money strippers. I think that there's just, you know, a lot of financial and education things that need to be fixed. You know, I yeah. think. I it, I know how they're gonna get Armando. They're just gonna bribe him with an Iron Man suit. I mean, oh, damn. it would work. It's going to be like a Target that. Halloween costume. It would work. <laughs> it would I'm still in... work. Yeah. Uh, they're going to show up with a briefcase, open it up, arc reactor right there. And like, he's just glowing and like, you know. And all you, you have to do. do, all you have to do is, uh, is um, all you have to do is terminate the last, like, uh, the bottom 100 kids. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> He's got, he's got to he's got to terminate the the bottom 100 kids in the district. What does he even mean? Give him a list. What is he? He has to expel them. Terminator. <laughs> he has yeah. to expel them. Yeah. He's like Armando. Expel? He's just he's just gonna see the freaking governor. He's like, hey Armando, we noticed the test scores are kind of low. We want to offer you a deal, arc oh, reactor, yeah. but you have to expel the bottom 100 kids. Artificially raise their own scores. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, some schools schools will do that. They'll kick you out, send you to a different school if you're yeah. bringing their test scores down. That's so stupid. I hate Hell, that yeah, so dude, much. They have funding. Huh? Yeah, that's how they get... It's dumb that, st- that funding is based off of test scores. It's so dumb. Yeah, there's a, there's actually this very big um, educational debate between growth versus proficiency on whether or not you should measure a student's, um, you know ability ability to learn by how much they learn like if they increase their test scores or if they reach a specific threshold which should be like 70 percent and i think that proficiency one is stupid that's it that's all i gotta say on that yeah fuck uh, you, yeah i mean yeah what the fuck? <laughs> okay <laughs> oh hey man i got high test scores okay let me alone oh. <laughs> I just see my students dropping like flies in this class. Really? Are they getting wrecked? Or are they they just giving up? I mean, it's both. Because this professor is kind of hard. But like, I'm and... looking at the submissions. It went from like 38. Now there's only 34 submissions. Oh, so people are just not even... Dude, I did that in my coding class. My second coding class. I just stopped stop, <laughs> like going. I just stopped going. Damn. I just quit. I literally quit that class. I could not do it. Class is hard. Yeah. Now this guy's OP though. He's way too hard on. Well, this class is. Is this hard. the same? Is this the same professor where you're like, hey, how do you want the students to do this like this? And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and I'm like, That's... hold up, buddy. That requires some upper division <laughs> level. Jeez, like, oh, yeah. Then. So. Yeah. Average was like a forty percent on their exam with standard deviation ten points. The thing was at a thirty. Sounds about right. Wait, wait. What was the highest score? Was there a curve? Was there a curve? No, no curve. There's no curve? But he's going to let them, like, basically backpack their score if they do better on the final. Oh, my God. He's one of those professors. People aren't going to do better on the final. So what happens? What happens if a professor fails, like, like 60% of their class? Oh, that's happened. Um, So there was this one professor that used to, he teaches yourself. But he used to teach this Either one on class Daniel called Intro to Real Analysis. It's like one of the harder courses in the in the major. 
and it's all proof writing and theorems and stuff. But the dude deadass said what I heard was on the exams for that class, any theorem off this textbook is fair game. Jeez. And if you, I mean, I, I know that might not mean a lot to you, but that book that they're using ain't the easiest, and those theorems are fucking ugly. So. There was actually a professor, like, I think two years um, before I entered my third year at Cal Poly. So, like, my freshman year um, that I heard in the physics department, he tried to fail, like, 75% of his students because of how shitty they did in his in his exam. And the department had to step in, being like, hey, buddy, you do this, and all of them will be held back, like, an entire year for graduation. You can't do that. Yeah. It's insane. There's a limit, though. You have to pass. They restrict yeah. that. You can't fail everyone. I know that they have a certain amount that have to pass. Yep. Even though they don't want, the professor doesn't want to, or else they'll step in. That actually has worked in my favor. Yeah, well, anyways, uh, guys, thank you for listening. If you guys haven't done so, like, subscribe, follow, share. Hit that smash button. Smash, hit the smash button. <laughs> smash button. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay forget that yeah that no, that's funny keep that button. smash that like button yeah smash that. clap those cheeks okay what you got a patreon <laughs>